there uh, is a book uh, called Boundaries. It's written by Townsend and Cloud. And it talks about a story about a man who um, keeps walking um, up and down this street that has a hole in it. Um, the first time he walked down the street, he fell into the hole. He was able to get out. Went down the same street the next day. He fell into the hole again. Third time he went down the same street. He walked around the hole, but he still walked past it and stumbled and fell in. Fourth day, he walks and he goes, okay, I'm going to walk down the same street, but this time I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk along the edge, but the hole was still big enough. When he walked around the edge, he still fell in the hole. Finally, on the fifth day, he realized, let me just walk on the other side of the street. See, it, it took him all them times to fall into a hole to realize there's a whole nother side of the street that doesn't have any holes that you don't have to deal with at all. Walk down the road that don't have the hole so you don't even have to deal with that situation. See, when you keep doing things, oh, no, see, some people, oh, he persevering, he pers no, perseverance, you need, when you're per persevering, you got to tap wisdom into it. When you're persevering, see, because you're persevering because you know you're going to get a positive outcome. Don't persevere. Don't call yourself persevering and you keep falling and doing the same thing over and over again. That's not persevering. That's insanity. You keep doing something over and over again. You keep seeing that it keeps coming in the same result. That result is not getting you anywhere. It's a negative result. Then you know what you need to do. You need to move to the other side of the street. See, we have to understand the way God works with us. We have to try different results. We have to do different things. Some of us get stuck in our ways, and that's a battle within itself. Some of us, we don't want to, you know, this, you know, listen, let me tell you something. Everybody has their own way of doing things. The word says, let every man be persuaded of his own mind, that mind being in Christ Jesus. All well and good. But once again, if you find your life in a stalemate, complacent, stagnant, it's because you're doing something. Constantly doing something that's not getting you anywhere. It keeps taking you back 5, 10, 15 steps. And every time you think you're moving, but you're doing something insane. Stop. Stop. Ask God to give you wisdom. Ask God to show you what new direction to take. Okay, Lord, I don't know what to do. Let me tell you something. And I'm not ashamed to tell it. I'm not ashamed to tell it. I thank God for every accomplishment that I've ever made. But this was my prayer before I went into any challenge, any program, any type of um, studies that I had to do. I used to say, Lord, okay, you telling me to do this because you know, you know, Dawn, I may not always be the brightest bulb in the batch. So you, Lord, I'm relying on you to help me. And you know what? Because of that, God has seen me through. God has brought me out. God has taken me places beyond what, what I imagined, believed, or, or thought was possible for my life because I made sure, Lord, I can't do this. Once again, you got to know that God is a resource. You have to be able to have the humility to put your ego down, to put your own stubbornness away, rebuke that stubborn spirit and say, okay, Lord, here am I. Help me. Here am I. Show me what I need to do. Show me where I need to go. Stop thinking you have all the answers. You don't. You don't. You have to rely on God. You have to rely on him to fight every life battle. Every battle. Not just oh, oh, I want you to fight this battle. I'm going my, my family, we're not talking. Fight that battle. Or ooh, I don't like her over here. Fight my battle. Ooh, he get on my nerve. Fight, fight my battle, Lord. Fight my battle. No. Fight the battles that internally that are causing you to do things that are insane. Ask God to help you fight those battles internally that keeps causing you to be complacent and stagnant. Ask God. 
to help you with your inner battles so that you can be more successful, so that you can be uh, uh, the best that you can possibly be as you represent the kingdom of God. And as you ask God to help you to reach the goals that you are trying to attain, we have to look at God's record. It's helpful in our battles to remember that God has a track record. We, he has proven himself to us over and over again. And we need to remember what he did in our lives because that's the reason why we are living today. We have to learn from the stories of others. Have an ear to hear sometimes. Sometimes be, sometimes just be quiet and listen. I used to, my grandmother used to tell me that. She said, Dawn, you don't have to always have no heart, not life. A hard not like hard not. She said, you don't have to go through a hard. If you just sit back and listen to other people's story and you listen to what they saying and you learn from their experiences, you don't have to go through those same type of scenario. I took that to heart. I took it to heart. Sometimes we just got to be quiet. Sometimes we just want to talk, talk, talk. We want to just hear ourselves. Get somewhere and be quiet. Listen to somebody else. Hear what somebody else is saying. If you have the opportunity to be around uh, um, different types of people, different races, different creeds, and they're telling you about their culture or they're telling you about, just be quiet. God could be speaking. Look, God used the donkey. God could use anything he wants. Sometimes he's using other people. They may not look like you. They may not sound like you, but he's using somebody to tell you something. Close your mouth and just listen. Just listen. There's a message in what's being said because when you listen and you listen to the lesson that's being said, you're going to learn something that's going to be beneficial for you to get to the next level where God is taking you. So we, we do. We have to learn how to listen. We have to uh, look at the track record that God has set before us in our personal lives and from the stories of others. It's always important to look back and see his faithfulness. Look back over your life and see how God has been faithful to you. When David went up against Goliath, it wasn't because he was feeling, you know, spiffy about himself. Like, oh, I'm giant strong today. Let me fight Goliath. No, David was thinking, you know what? I remember God gave me strength and I stood eye to eye with the bear. God gave me strength when the lion came up against me. So he was just like, he looked at, he looked at Goliath like, okay, and? I done dealt with a bear, I done dealt, I dealt with the lion. Now here you come, come on, bring it. That's, oh, that's the attitude we gotta have. Come on, bring it. You gonna try me? No, you're not trying me. You trying my God, and guess what? My God never fails. Woo, glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. See, you got to have that attitude like David had. David, David wasn't there. He wasn't David, and he was just being who he was, that little shepherd boy. That little shepherd boy that when he was in, in the field dealing with the sheep and all these things like the bear and lion. Okay, God showed him how to deal with the bear and the lion. You don't think God was going to stand up and show himself mighty on how to deal with Goliath? Let me tell you something. When Goliath comes your way, you tell them that I serve a mighty God. What a mighty God I serve. Hallelujah. He brought me over. He brought me under. He brought me through. You think you're going to stand here? Because what? You nine feet tall? You think you don't? You scared me? My God is greater. Hallelujah. In every battle that you involve God in, baby, you win. Every battle. 
that you allow for God to step on in and be a part of your uh, 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 part of your team when you got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Who glory? Who can be against you? You already won. But you got to know how to tap into the resource. You got to know. You got to know. God is a great resource. But you got to call upon him. You got to call upon him. God is so good. Ooh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. So when David saw these things, he, he, he knew the same God that showed up when he crossed those paths with the bay and the lion, he trusted. And he knew that God was going to see him through with the, with the battle with Goliath. He wasn't afraid of that. Even when they tried to put, when, when Saul tried to put the armor on him, it didn't fit. David did. He was like, no. You know, you, obviously this don't fit me. I, this is a poor fit. But because God was the one who was going to do the fighting, he knew God was going to do the fighting for him. Guess what? He said, you know what? I can fight this fight armor free. Ha! Let me tell you something. That's like you said. Why? why? I'm, not, I'm not standing out in the street arguing with nobody. I mean, you, you're going to be arguing by yourself. You come up against Thorn and you want to get nasty. And it's that, I'm going to be Jesus right now. Fight my back. I'm not arguing. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, wickedness, all this wickedness and uh, 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 high places, all of these things out here. We don't, we're not, I'm not fighting. I don't want to fight you. I don't want to, for what? But I will rebuke your spirit and I'm going to rebuke it so nice and so calm, just like David did. I don't need all of this armor. I'm talking about physical karma. So I'll try to make him put on this big old armor outfit. And, and he was like, I don't need this. Because the battle that I'm going about to fight, what I'm about to do, it's an armorless battle. Because I got God on my side. Ooh, Lord, I thank you, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost downpouring right now. Holy Ghost downpouring. If y'all don't get nothing out of this message, you know what? I'm getting something. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. All is not some. Satan is a word twister. He did it in the Garden of Eden uh, with Eve. Uh, when she was in the mood for a piece of fruit, he still does it today. He, he looks at our moods and our temperament. And he tries to work with that. He found uh, what we, wherein we like to uh, believe half truth. See, because we know a lie. Like, we know a lie. And see, see, the enemy came to Eve with the half truth. Because he, he said, you know, that he told her the truth. That the, the, this when you eat this, you're gonna eat a tree of uh, uh, of knowledge. You gonna know you gonna get a lot of knowledge. You wanna learn some things and see some things. You are, your eyes go. He told her a half truth. See, he didn't tell her the other side. But now you eat this fruit. Now you gonna sever your relationship with God. He didn't tell her the whole truth of the matter. Yeah, you gonna get some knowledge, but it's gonna cause for you to have a disconnect. With the heavenly father. See the enemy he likes bringing us half truths. He gonna come to us with these half truths. He's gonna tell us. He 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 knows that the, the average believer. Is not going to just give into a blatant lie. But he gonna give us half truths. He's gonna present stuff to us. And find it a, a, a more appropriate way. For us to swallow. And to say okay. So when we choose to trust God. And start walking in faith. Satan starts to whisper that God can do a lot. He's going to say that God can do a lot. He can do many things, but not all things. Huh? Your mother still got cancer. Your father still died from diabetes. Hmm. You still didn't get that position.
See, he comes with this half stuff. And so then the evil imagination start growing in our minds and we start going into that stupor and we start saying, oh man, I don't want to press on no more. You start pouting like you like your little infant, like your your little your little toddler. Start pouting. Mm-mm. We can't be that way. We have to remember that God tells us that he is not a man that he should lie. Numbers, because I know y'all waiting. Where the scripture? Where the scripture? Here's the scripture right here. Numbers 2319. Write it down. Numbers 23:19. God is not human that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? These are rhetorical questions, meaning that the question is answered within himself, because when God speaks, he's going to act. His word does not return void unto him. When he makes a promise, he's going to fulfill it. If God said it, it's going to happen. So these are the things that we have to remember when the enemy comes to us and he, he you know, he kind of like dangles those half truths into in, in front of our faith. We have to remember that God is not a man and he's not going to lie. When we pray, seek his face, when we fast and when God tells us the thing, I don't care what I don't care. If God tells you that you're going to be a president, it may not happen when you think it's going to happen. But if God told you that, if God said it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. God told you to, that you was going to get a house and you're looking at, oh, what my situation, my credit score and this, that, other. Don't worry about it. God's going to show you how to work all of that out. It may not happen when you want it to happen, but it will happen. As long as God says it, he's not a man that he should lie. It will come to pass. Put your faith and your trust in knowing that. Don't deny the power of God. Don't deny, don't deny who he, let me tell you something. I, I've seen some people who've been prayed over and their parents and, you know, were prophets and apostles and preachers and missionaries, evangelists, and they just rebellious spirit. To this day, their parents gone, but now I, I, I'm looking at their lives and I can see that the prayers that were prayed over them, God is still answering them because see, God promised them something. And see, when God said something, he's going to make sure it happens. So we just got to rely on the fact that God is working things together for our good. Things may not happen. We, Oh, I want it to happen in a week. My, God might be saying, mm -mm, I can't give this to you for another three months. Because first of all, some of us don't be ready. Let's be real. Some of y'all, some of y'all talking about being a millionaire. You're not even responsible over a hundred dollars. You can't even hold a hundred dollars. Let me tell you, this is a challenge. This is a challenge. For those of you who, who you Lord bless me, I want to be prosperous. I, I want you to hold on to a one hundred dollar bill. Put a one hundred dollar, put it up somewhere. See if you can hold on to it for one year, from January to December. If you do February to the next February for one twelve months, twelve months, hold on to a one hundred dollar bill. Then take that $100 bill, sow it into good ground, and let's see how God will manifest himself in your life. See, my thing is, if you can't be responsible for $100, how are you asking God for a million? How are you asking God for a billion? He said that if you're faithful over a few things, then he will make you great over many things. See, we got to get our thinking together, our priorities together as to who we are in the kingdom of God. Remember when the master gave talents to his three servants, one invested, one buried it, one just squandered it. You know, the one who invested in and multiplied it, the, the master was happy. 
See, we got to understand if you want to great things, you got to put some time and study. What does it mean to be a millionaire? Have I read up on business and investments and trades? And have I looked into these things? Do I sow into the kingdom of God? Am I a good, faithful tither? Come on. I know this one. Ooh, somebody saying, ouch. It's okay. It's okay. That's why we study the word of God. So we can get better. So that we can so, so that we can advance. Come on. You ask God for that. Now you got to start working towards what you need to do to make it happen. I, I, I just want somebody to do that $100 challenge. For 12 months, hold on to a $100 bill. Then sow it into good ground. And then see how God will begin to advance you. And your finances. See how God will begin to uh, 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 show you how to, to increase, multiply, add, onto, expand. The prayer Jabez, expand my territory. See, but you got to start somewhere little. Got to start somewhere little. Okay, okay, here we go. 